Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. to episode 122 of Another Woodshop Podcast, where this week we are joined by the heart and soul of the Maker community, showing the boys how it's done since 2015. She plays Luke in a garage by day and Alma Rose Villa Lobos by night. <laughs> Alma from Pink Soul Studio is here. Woo! Here. That was a great intro. Pete is fire with those Amazing. things. Yeah, he does a good job. Uh, before we jump into so the show, I can phone in the rest before of we jump into the show, I wanted to say a quick word from our sponsor. 3M. Fast cut, long life, and good dust management. Those are three things that we always want out of our sandpaper, but we usually get only one or two. Not anymore. That's why we're so excited to announce the 3M Extract Sanding Solution. With it, you get all three without any compromise. This box is loaded with 3M science, so they'll cut fast and get the job done in a hurry. The cool looking crisscross coating puts more abrasive mineral on this disc than any other brand before, which means it'll last and last. And finally, the 3M net backing allows for superior dust collection, collecting up to 99% of the dust you create with your sander. That is actually one of my favorite features because dust collection is very important in my small shop. To learn more and buy now, visit go.3m.com slash extract one. That's go.3m.com slash extract with an X, X-T-R-A-C-T-1. You'll find a 3M Extract Cubitron 2 net discs, 710W, and its little brother, the 310W. 3M, sand less, make more. Thank you to them. Uh, like Pete just said, Alma's joining us on the episode this week. Really, really excited to have Alma here. If you don't know who Alma is, I'm going to go on a limb and say you're a fool, and you need to fix that. <laughs> so, I don't no. think that's a very big limb. No, it's not. I mean, they're well, fools. It's, it's accurate. No, Alma's great. She's really wonderful. You should go check out Alma. If you don't follow Alma, go follow Alma. You'll listen to this episode and realize how correct I am about that. So, uh, you know, Alma's here. Well, yeah, No, you're great. I mean, you're uh, great under pressure. You're great over pressure. That doesn't make sense. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and on the side of pressure. On the side. Under <laughs> pressure. Pressure oh. adjacent. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we got Alma on the show. We're going to jump into, you know, we're going to ask you a million questions here in just a bit. But we're really excited to have you on the show. So big thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, we have, we went over some of the segments we do on the show with you, kind of give you the format of it. One of the more keystone moments of our show, we do a review segment. And we can't do the reviews without oh, Black Betty, Ram Lamb, Dan singing Black Betty. It's kind of our, it's our somehow it's our stupid way of getting into the reviews. But we actually one day we'll get a copyright. We actually don't strike. have any reviews this week, so uh, I don't know why I played that. But we what we do have this week <laughs> is patrons. So big thanks to our patrons. You guys are amazing. I uh, really uh, last week I want to say out of the gate I screwed up for one of our patrons. Typically. Our patrons, their questions get read first, and we were getting through the show with Brad. We were kind of under a time constraint, and I didn't read a question from John with Huntington Builds, so I apologize to John. We're going to get to his this week for sure. His will be top of the show, uh, but we did get some new patrons. Mark Alms, big thanks to Mark, Andrew Vahey, and Aaron Easton, so three new patrons. You guys wow. are awesome. Andrew so. Vahey, isn't he the, the Friday the 13th guy? 
I don't know. Yes. I've never seen yes. popular television. It's Jason Voorhees. Oh. That's how you pronounce it. Jason yes. Voorhees. Andrew Vo- In oh. Spanish, it's pronounced Vehi. All my ah. looking for. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. It means long nails. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> it's Andrew Vehi, Vehi Bozos is what Alma said <laughs> before the show. No, so, no uh, big thanks to our patrons. You guys are awesome. We really appreciate you so much. And all your support goes really long way here so we really appreciate it uh alma pete asked a very important question and i don't know why pete asked it before the show it was a real big mistake on pete's part and pete made just mistake after mistake. i'm just kidding pete's great uh he asked when did you get when did you get into woodworking i mean it's kind of like i don't know why we don't ask that question first to everyone but i feel like it's a really important question it's like a good question it's a really good question like how'd you get into it's not you know not woodworking but like all this we're good at this 22 we're we're still learning you know if you're not learning you're dying or i think someone said that steve gates steve gates no no steve Steve gates and and actually (laughs) steve apple so answer answer that question but also like just give us your like elevator pitch but also do it as if tarantino had filmed it so tell us the end and then go to the beginning no i'm just kidding and andrew (laughs) bay he's chasing you with a knife right you're standing in front of a fire smoking a cigarette like (laughs) it all started three years ago (laughs) this is stupid sorry so (laughs) oh picked up the mic i love it (laughs) oh uh well i guess uh i've always been a maker but um that's awesome. Seriously into woodworking, uh, probably eight years ago when my son was born, like just after he was born. Uh, I just awesome. felt like I wanted to make him all the things, and we just That's got so this cool. house too. So, like, I wanted to make everything my wife wanted was like, like she wanted a crate and barrel bed, you know, like a platform bed. It was like, tw- yes, like twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand Nebraskan bucks. So that's what I did. Um, God and, save Anna White. Uh, she's <laughs> um, yeah, and then for my son too, like it was, I wanted to make like you know I made little tables for him and chairs, and um, I made his first like big boy bed, and that's so uh, cool. Yeah, so oh. that was what it started. Like it, it developed from there, um, and. I think with this garage, it's always been my garage. But uh, when I first started, I only had half of it as like my wood shop. And then the other half, I also tinkered in uh, vintage motorcycles and vintage scooters. Sick. Like vintage Italian Ooh, scooters. That um, seems appropriate for some wait, reason. I never knew that. I could You've never see seen her being side a motorcycle. No, I haven't. You haven't seen all no. the sidecar motorcycle? Yeah. Things sick. No. Yeah, I have a sidecar. I'm sorry. I, have, I feel bad now. I have. Well, a, you are a terrible a person. Vintage Vespa, Go on, but that's what I started in. Was like the vintage Vespas. Crackers. Do you still have any of those? Uh, yes, I have. Like sold a bunch. Like, <laughs> uh, be nice. We're learning. No, Dan made a good joke. Finally, it was 122 good. episodes. Oh. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Finally. You're welcome. No. No. Sorry, <laughs> continue. Uh, yeah, no, no, I still do. I have, uh, I have one scooter of a '67 Vespa, a '67 BMW, and then I have the newer Ural. That's a motorcycle with a sidecar. That's but sick. they're no that's longer awesome. in the that's garage. That's awesome. Now the garage, like, I, is I would all say your shop, like, right? Yeah, I would say like probably yeah. five years ago. It that's when, yeah, maybe like five. Did years you? Ago. Did you build like a an extra garage or shed type thing for your bikes? 
Uh, no, I used to have a bunch more in here. Like I had several scooters and motorcycles. <laughs> um, and I ended up selling a bunch of like I sold them all to just keep these three. Um, and I have my friend who uh, you guys might know as Shop B Alley. Uh, yeah. She is awesome. And she, or Shop Bitch, right? I Watch the language. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> Slap that explicit on there. Uh, wow. Yeah. This podcast to took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome and lets me store two of my bikes there. So my BMW is there. Oh, cool. And then in the winter, my. <clears throat> motorcycle sidecar goes to her garage and my scooter's here it's in the shed so. i miss having motorcycles so bad like i've i got rid of my bikes right when i right before i'd gotten into woodworking and <clears throat> like i didn't really I, I missed it for the first year and then i kind of like i got into woodworking and i didn't really miss it but man in the last year it's i miss it a lot i have dirt bikes but i miss having a road bike really bad like a lot. I think it's happening in with in 2023. I'm going to get a bike again. I miss it a lot. It's so cathartic. Been, this week, I was showing Pete and Mike uh, some some pictures of scooters that I was looking at, oh, yeah. and they were like, "Those aren't scooters. That's a rascal." And I feel <laughs> that's so you can go to my yeah, and you go to Home Depot and <laughs> and, or Walmart, and your stories yeah. instead of at your flip flops, it's your wheel up front spinning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but bikes are, I don't know. How long have you been That's riding awesome. for, Alma? Oh, my God. For years. I think yeah. I started I started on dirt bikes. Um, I think I learned how to ride a dirt bike at my uncle's cottage when I was maybe 11. Um, and yep. then I got my first, my first motorcycle was a 71 BMW. Um, All these BMWs. I I just fell in love with the vintage BMWs. Um, I had I no I idea BMWs I, made bikes. They make yeah. until really just this nice. moment. The Euro I was today years old. Yeah. The the when BMW Eurobike bikes are fantastic. They're so really? beautiful. Yeah. Like they're vintage bikes. I thought it was Harley's and Hondas only. <laughs> well, they're different bikes. They're different riding styles. Like a Harley is like a oh. different type of style. Yeah. Like with the with the See, with the BMWs, you kind of you lean more over the uh, over the the fuel tank than you would with like a Harley where you're kind of leaning back and cruising right. and it's a different style they, of riding. They have a new one now. It's a cruiser. It's a, oh, really? Yeah. It's really, it's pretty slick. It's <laughs> That's brand cool. new. Oh, like that it looks... came out, I think like maybe last year or the year before, but it's like straight up cruiser. People have made them into like bobbers. That's sick. Yeah. Do you have one of those that t-shirts that says, badass. if you can read this, the shop B fell off? <laughs> the what fell off? Then? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the shop help. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, I I learned how to ride a motorcycle. It was uh, oof, uh winter of 2022. Uh, it was on my <laughs> I buddy's. It was my but uh, it was a coffee ranch as we call yeah, it. Yeah, you were over here at my place. <laughs> you were not. Yeah, super comfy with the bike. <laughs> but also not better. comfortable with somebody I, trying to record it. <laughs> Dan was trying to record me while I was trying to learn, and it was stressing me out a lot. <laughs> he straight up <laughs> but, yelled at me. Okay. I've never been on a on a manual. I've only uh, ridden okay. automatic. So he put me on a manual, and I became a man that day. Emma's very appreciative of it. Of it. Thank you, Mike. Okay. <laughs> I, it's so fun riding dirt bikes, but it's like too hot for that right now. Like those yeah. bikes, it's like yeah. it's fire danger everywhere right now. So we're, I haven't been able to ride my dirt bikes well, in a while. I need. Uh, 
I need to ride a bike soon. I'm going bonkers. Like, I really need to ride again. It's been a while. So <clears throat> Come to so Nebraska. Sorry. We'll go to Menards. We'll get the scooters. Nope. Go down the aisles. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. Pick up jars of mayo. It'll be- <laughs> Come here. Take the sidecar. Get the grabber. <laughs> get the stuff sick. I would love to hop in the in the sidecar with you and yeah. go to, like, Pachi's or something. That'd be so good. That'd be the Nick best. Pachi's all the way to New York? No, in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alrighty. <laughs> well, Nick Pachi's in New York. Well, they, do they really? I don't know. I, now I sound like a. I don't know. I've only ever had it in Chicago. No, no, Nick Pachi, not. Oh, Pachi's Nick Pachi. Oh my god, yeah, Nick <laughs> Pachi. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, our listener, hi, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pete, throw your questions down. Yo, you got any? Yeah, I got another yeah. one. So, Alma, you did something. If I remember correctly, you did something pretty bold. You, you got into this whole Instagram or online maker community. Um, you know, you try to make your presence known and you were like, you know, I'm going to reach out to the brand that I want to reach out to. And you reached out to a brand that most of us wouldn't think about until we're like at Dan's numbers. Uh, can you kind of talk about that whole, what the plan was and how that went down and all that? And I'm talking about the green and gray one. Uh, Ryobi? Yep. Yeah. 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 The yeah. Good yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> the good green one. The good one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you hear what hey, the good CEO Ryobi. of Ryobi said about Dan. The other green. Holy cow. Oh, so Alma already has a connection with that brand. Great. <laughs> what are you Dan's referring to, Dan? Research, huh? Nothing. <laughs> Dan, Dan's done his research on, on the yeah. Dan, are you praying? It's new. <laughs> but yeah, can you talk about uh, the leap of faith you took and how it's uh, led you down this road? Yeah, I can. Um, I can. And I will. I <laughs> uh, so i when i started woodworking um i'm a stay-at-home mom like first right um but i wanted to like i was telling you like make stuff for my son and our house and um and at the time festival wasn't in the social media like they weren't really out there and uh on instagram this was in like 2015 maybe I think somewhere around there. Um, and so I was tired of my DeWalt sander, like just making dust everywhere. <laughs> so somebody had said something about like, oh, there's this, you know, sander like you can get. Um, so I did some research and found that Festool had these amazing 99.9% dust free, right? Uh, you sold all your bikes to buy one sander. I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I sold everything. Uh, yeah. So legit. I think. Yeah, so that's that's kind of where it started when I found out about them and and <clears throat> so it was back then I got a sander and a vac and it like it was so much money that I never thought that I would spend, you know, in my shop, right? It was I think at the time about for both it was about 1200 bucks I think for a Rotax Sounds about right. and a CT. I think I had a MIDI or something was my first one. Um and so everybody was like, what, like, you're insane. Like all the people, all the DIYers and the, um, woodworkers that, that I knew at that time. Uh, and it was kind of like a new thing back then. Uh, and so I really just wanted to know more about it. I was so excited about this sander and dust, uh, extractor. Um, so I found out that they did classes at Festool, and it's not far from me. It's in Indiana. Um, How far is that? Class there. It's about three hours for me. That's not bad. No, 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 it's not bad at all. Um, And so that's where 
I, I took the class. Uh, it was it's a, like a three day training, and they they teach you all about their tools. And honestly, I just fell in love with it. Like I'm such a nerd about technology and tools. Like I'm more of like I would say a tool collector versus like really a woodworker. Like I just love all the tools. Um, and I fell in love with their whole system. And so I got to meet them and like a lot of the people there. And I think the biggest thing, or so I'll backtrack. I fell in love with the sander and the extractor. And nobody, like everybody back then was passing out stickers. Like it was a big deal. It was like when Jay Bates was like really into it. And, and for some reason, I think on like a card or something with the sander was there was like a rebate or something. I found out the address of Festool and I was such a nerd. Like, I'm like, I'm going to send them my sticker. And I wrote them a note. Like, I was like, hey, you know, as a mom, I'm super thankful for this, this sander that you've made, an extractor that works so well. Like, I can work right next to my son and not worry about it. And, um, and I was like, I just want to thank you. Like, I feel you've been around for over 90 years and I can't believe that I'm just discovering you. And I'm super excited to, like, learn more about your products and I'm taking a training class in two months, you know, whatever. I was like, thanks. Like it was just one of those things where like, I think being a new mom, like I just got it in me where I had to like send them a note and a sticker. And so I show up for training like a month or two later and they're like, Oh my God. Like that's when I first met Sedge and uh, Minnie. And um, there, there was like, there were so many, I forget the other guy, he's not working there anymore, but um, they're like, Oh my God, Alma's here. Like, like they knew who I was and apparently they took my sticker and my note and put it in their conference room. And oh, they were cool. so wow. excited about it that like even their CEO Dan, take notes. knew I'm about taking it. Notes. Yeah. Even their CEO mm. knew about it. Like uh and like Ooh. they would talk about, you know, this letter and this sticker and this is what they wanted to start becoming and doing and whatever. Um so yeah, I got to meet like everybody just because of that. And it wasn't like there was no there were no intentions behind it other than like, you know. I just Thank you. Was, was really thankful. Um, and like I said, there was no real huge presence. Like they were very much a uh, professional tool company first. They had no interest in the DIY like they do now, right? They have they had no interest mm-hmm. in the small woodshop guy, nothing like that. You know, the snapback guy, no interest in that. They didn't care. <laughs> um, but, 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 but that's us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I took a class and met them. And then I think from there, it just... Uh, so like it developed, right? Like I, I became, uh, really like, I fell really in love with their system and their tools. Um, they all work so great. Um, and I think as far as like building a relationship with them to like, you know, work with them, um, it was just, it really comes down to like just building that relationship because in all honesty, like I didn't ask them, they approached me. And it was for a paid gig. It was for a product paid gig. And it was an ongoing thing for in 2020. Um, so I don't think like you always have to be the one to reach out. I think for me, I made a decision years ago at, to just, I'm not going to just settle for any tool that a company comes around and says, hey, we want to send you something. Um, yes. I've always been very yeah. specific <clears throat> about the companies and the brands that I want to work with and that I like. Um, those are the, like, I buy them. I don't, I don't just wait or reach out, you know, for companies to give me stuff to then start working with them. Like 
I feel like it should be the other way around because it, I want it to be authentic. I don't want it to be like, hey, they this they just sent me this. And it's the what do they what do they always say the um like uh, what is that called when they're like oh this is game changer right it's game changer <laughs> tool um like how do you know right if you don't if you just one got of a it. kind yeah one of a kind it's so great it's game changer for my shop I just the, got uh, it the Apple just got approach. it just now I'm just opening it um <clears throat> yeah so I think that's where it started whereas I I just built that relationship and that's how it's been with all the companies that I work with you know Wall Control Avid um, Festool like. I think for me, that's how it's, it's how it starts is there, like building that relationship. And then, um, if they don't ask you, like, yeah, you can go to them and ask them because you have that relationship. But I feel like I was fortunate enough that, um, I, I didn't have to. Sorry, Dan, they asked me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it, it's so crazy that like you never know what's going to happen. Like you, you, you're working with one of like the top brands that we would consider one of the top brands and it, in a way, fell in your lap because you just were at the right place, right time. You were genuine. You reached out to them. You you made them feel a certain way. Yeah. And they always say, like, you know, pe- you don't, people don't forget the way you make them feel. Right. Bingo. So yeah. you made an impression on them, like, left a little yeah. note. And sometimes okay. a little note yeah. will go and a long I'll say, way. like, I, I would argue, like, it didn't <clears throat> fall on my lap and I wasn't in the right place. Like, I put Not, myself there. I didn't mean anything by it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But I put myself there. Mm. I built that relationship. And I, like... At some point it turned, right? Like I made friends and then I saw that they were starting to reach out a little bit more. And then I was like, wait a minute, like I could do this because no one was really, no one was really making money then, right? If you think about 2015, 2016, even 2017, like there weren't content creators. Um, Instagram was still photos. Exactly. It was still photos. Like, they didn't put <laughs> videos yet. So uh, remember um, the good old days. I know. So I think like, I feel like now people that come out and they're like, oh, I want to make money doing this. Um, one, I feel it's a lot harder, but also just build those relationships and work towards that. Um, and they'll, you know, those companies should, if they're a good company, they'll see it. Right. And they'll recognize that. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. Dan, you have any questions? Uh, Dan's, in, Dan's in shock. <laughs> they never ask me if I have questions. This is awkward. No, it's fine. Do you, <laughs> it's consider, okay. do you consider yourself a woodworker over a maker currently? Or do you feel like you're still a maker at heart? Um, That's a great question because I have a hard time with it. I know people. it's a great it's question. A great, I asked it. Look at that. <laughs> they should ask you more to ask questions. Humble, <laughs> uh, good looking. He's going to need to take a nap in 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. he's gonna be exhausted he's just gonna fall asleep (laughs) um i struggle with it when people ask me like what what do you do like that whole like what do you do for a living like i struggle with it Mm because i think um woodworker is so is so general but then when you say if you say maker it's even more general right but right i don't know like and i don't feel like i'm a furniture maker i'm not i don't know i feel like i'm more of a maker that that works with wood. <laughs> that, I'll that's allow it. I identify. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Now, do you do you take commissions or because you said you're a stay at home mom, right? I am, yeah. So I Dan's do. a trophy wife, so he can kind of relate. <laughs> Actually, uh, <laughs> but like, so you're no, you're a stay at home mom, but like, you're also like kind of a full time content creator in a way. Um, right? Yeah, I feel like well, yeah. This this summer, I've kind of taken off, and I don't I don't post as much because I'm trying to. Make sure my son has a great summer. 
Um, Which is amazing. Thank you for being being an amazing parent. It's hard work. Um, But I am very fortunate that I get to pick and choose which commission jobs I take, which, you know, content creation jobs I get to take, right? Like, um, I say no a Mm -hmm. lot. I pass on a lot of jobs to guys locally that I know. Um, So I think more people need to hear that, you know, saying no is okay. Yeah, right. It's okay. It's not. You know, and saying no once you get an offer too is okay. Like it's it's not going to be the end of it. There's so much for all of us out here. There's so much work for all of us to be busy. Um yeah, I think but yeah, I think I'm I'm fortunate in that respect. Like I do take commissions though. Um I do say a lot of, I, I say no a lot though. <laughs> I like to So like do you have like a ballpark of like how many hours do you put put in a shop? Does you take commissions on? Like, would you say it's like a part time job, full time job, or uh, like just when you get free for time? Me right now, it's definitely part time, yeah. especially summer. Like, I haven't done anything. Like, I think the last thing I did was the we were those backdrops that Mike was mm-hmm. doing at the same time. The uh, ripple that you helped me with. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And then I built some three D. Uh, sort of backdrops same same kind of design or whatever um but uh, backdrops for cool. the uh for like balloons or like parties the events company mm-hmm. yeah yeah for an event company yeah, yeah, yeah um and that was earlier uh in the summer and that was it like that's i kind of knocked those out so i didn't have to worry about them they had they didn't really have a deadline um and that was it now i'm just that's like, great then- i'll do like a sign a couple local makers will have me cnc some stuff for them so I'll take that on, like either templates or signs that they're working on, and they'll bring them here, and I'll do them, and they pick them up. So, see, awesome. I, I love that because the, the reason I was asking that is because you know a lot of people in the community, including myself, uh, struggle with like you know, people ask you like, when are you going full time? Are you full time? You going full time? What like like it's this huge when, achievement when you, and goal? When are you going to be going like full time woodworker or something? Like when people are like. Even like friends and family that are outside the maker community that will, uh, they, they're kind of ignorant of the fact that like you don't have to just like open up a furniture business right. or a maker business or a fabrication business, whatever it might be. Um, like you seem very content in what you're doing. You know, like your family comes first. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. But like you're also, you're, what is the, I guess I'll ask like, what is your like next milestone? What is your next goal? Like, what are you trying to achieve with it? Or are you just very happy doing what you're doing? Because like I struggle with that. I have a full time job, and you know people ask me all the time, like, "Oh, when are you going full time?" Like, I I work a full time job and I have a business and I also do content creation. Like, I, that's a lot. Like, I don't know, you know, I mean, I don't know how these guys do it full time all the time. A lot of it naps. Seems like they have like three. Yeah, a lot of naps. Mike's the opposite. But like, what's <laughs> your next never like? Sleeps. Mike never, Between no, me and Mike, not. we're a normal human. Yeah. <laughs> we're three time if zones. You, yeah. If you average we're three out. time zones, and Mike, Mike is always Mike's sleeping awake. right now. No, I'm just trying to. I'm listening to a conversation that I don't really feel like I have Squeezing much input in on because it's like it's, it's like a different conversation. No. Like it's more of like that from, is the, like, from the part time aspect of it, and I just don't have much to say. But I just don't. I'm so I'm listening to this conversation intently. Sorry. So like, what's your? <laughs> you're good. What's your like? plan or is there a plan or like what you know can you talk about that staying part-time thing yeah yeah no i think this right now is good um i i'm happy with where i'm at right now i don't know that i have i I think 
I think at times I'm like, yes, I want to be like Dan and Mike and ha- be busy and and be able to. Dan's like, not busy. Really- <laughs> Dan's not busy. <laughs> I'm glad you get that from my Instagram. Yeah, that's that's my goal to make. Have people you seen think his I'm page? Busy. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, don't Go ahead, I have him on mute. I would too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. He blocks people. It's fine. That's, uh, that tracks. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> I don't know. Sometimes I think about going, you know, more in depth with it. Um, I'd love to. But do you even want to? I, I don't. That's that's where I struggle. Like sometimes I think, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, I'm sure my wife would love for me to get, <laughs> to get more uh, jobs out of this. But uh, at the same time, too, like uh, the, you know, the family thing is is huge. We do we do travel and um, back and forth to Michigan. Um, she travels now for work, so, you know, that, that would definitely hurt, I feel, the business part, where I couldn't put it, put 100%, and, um, so, I think I'm fine with this part-time, I think it'd be cool to help more local makers, um, like, I love doing that, I love meeting local makers that, you know, whether they need to borrow, you know, the CNC and, and, and bring something, a project here, like, um, I think that's that's fun. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't really. Even if that means, even if that means you have to meet people like Luke from Luke in the Garage. <laughs> you mean put on that? Have to set up that camera multiple times for multiple shots as you put makeup on and take it off. <laughs> right. I forgot about that aspect. Right. But no, I I do want to stress what what Alma said, which is like I'm fine with insert whatever situation you're in right now. Like it's, I do want to stress that because like all of us want to thrive or strive to be like Mike and Dan, like run businesses, like be more you successful. Put me in the are, same category. Because you are, Mike. you're, Mike's getting mad. I, listen, no, no. Here, here's the wait. First of all, I, I'm gonna stop this whole BS. Like I don't care what volume you're doing. If you run a business, yeah. if you're making money with your thing on a side, you're you're killing it. Yeah, you you're like you're doing it. You're you're paying bills. That's no, but because like this is a whole. Conversation, the whole different conversation, but like you're killing it, and it like if if you're just comfortable doing what you're doing, I'm comfortable you're still making some money, and like but I'm not on the same tools, level as Mike. I'm comfortable. Still, that's it doesn't it. matter. It doesn't matter what level. Guess what? There's a guy out there that's crushing Mike with numbers. You know, Is there? there's uh, let's call him Brad, <laughs> or <laughs> or Jim, or Stan, whatever, Stan. Uh, or or uh, Alma. You know, but no, but the, the reality is, I'm just trying to bring that up because like Alma, like you're one of the few people that we have had on a podcast that are just like i'm in there having fun i want to be part of the community i'm having a good time i want to make some money but also i don't need to make some money i I mean yeah i'm in a really fortunate position and i know that like yeah i get that i don't you know i don't have to bring in money for this i'm very lucky in that respect i don't know how long i can very much you know but um it is do you have a lot of money left over from your knuckle modeling days or (laughs) I do. It's all in stock. The hand modeling Knuckle days. rich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It is really that nice is to be able to pick and choose jobs, you know, and pick and choose the projects uh, that look fun, right? That's um, great. I, yeah. I don't know that I could just say yes to everything just to, like, keep that money coming in, you know? I think that would be... Oh, that's stressful. It's Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, and is. I don't know how... I don't know how Mike does it with... You know, you've got great jobs coming in, but also you're doing amazing with content too. Like, 
I get one yeah. job and I'm like, I can't, I don't remember to record. I get mad at Instagram and I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to show. <laughs> Mike Who is a machine. I know. Like, it's crazy. Mike is a beast. Like, he's on a, like, I strive to be Mike because he's a, like a monster. Have you seen RoboCop? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen the he cut? Mike Mike have, you seen like the cut they, <laughs> have you seen the cut where they? Have you seen the cut where they just have? Stop it! I gotta yes. share that video with Alma after this. <laughs> yes, I've seen it's it. So good. <laughs> it just keeps yeah. naked dudes keep coming in. And Robocop keeps shooting off their junk. I'm gonna send this to conversation. Alma. Took a turn. It's Fantastic. golden cherries. It's, it's golden it's cherries. So funny, Alma. It's it's golden the cherries. most ridiculous oh. edit I've ever seen of a video. I've ever. seen it. It's so good. So anyway, so Mike is like Robocop, just, and you, you ever seen? Uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop. No. So Dan's like, you know, actually, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> there goes that the, lark. Uh, he's on a scooter. Yeah, he's rascal on a scooter. Thing. <laughs> rascal thing. Yeah, it's a Segway. It's a little cooler. <laughs> is a Segway cooler than a Rascal? <laughs> is it? Absolutely. Because you're standing. You're standing. I feel like it's a it's a leg up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think that like when you start. I mean, if you're in a position to be, I mean, do what you want to do. That's the bottom line. Like no one should, no one should chase a thing. The problem with chasing a dream is sometimes you, it's like the dog who gets the, gets the car, you know, you get it and you're like, oh, wait, that's all it was. Sometimes people, what do I do with this ice cream truck? Well, sometimes, sometimes people start chasing a dream because they saw someone else chase a dream and then they think it's their dream and then they chase the dream and they get to the end and they go, oh man, I actually don't even really care about this. And that's really sad because they've wasted their life. But like, um, like, you know, if you, you, people who do that aren't very self-reflective or contemplative. They, they end up finding themselves in situations where they go, I think I want to do this because I saw someone else do it. They're easily influenced, I guess is the word. And they see someone else do it and they Mm -hmm. go, oh, this person's doing it. It looks like they're going to be happy. I bet I'll find happiness doing that. And then they start doing it and they go, oh man, I actually don't like this. And then they get to the end of the road or somewhere down the road and they go, man, I just wasted a bunch of time. What? We like the easily influenced, by the way. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Big thanks yeah, to our you, sponsors. You keep listening. No, uh, yes. no, no, we, uh, no, it's, it's the, you need to know what it is you actually want to do. And I don't agree with everything Pete was saying, but I do agree with the fact that you don't need to chase, you, you need to stop and go, okay, what do I want to do? What do I want to yeah. do? What's the thing I really want to do? Uh, there is no like right answer for everyone. Like you don't need to do something because someone else did it. And I think some people, I get questions all the time from people like, hey, how do I do this? And I'm like, oh, man, I, I can kind of feel like I can I can tell who isn't into this because they like I love growing my I love woodworking. Number one, I love growing my business. There is a cap like there is not an unending amount of growth I want to see for my business. But and it's I'm not I'm like probably three, four years away from where I want it to be. And then that's where I kind of want to hold it steady from there uh, but right now and then i you're just gonna ride around the country in bmw motorcycles yeah it's gonna be dope <laughs> mom and i are we're, gonna race, race through chicago he'll hire a driver oh, yeah. shooting criminals you gotta have dreams whoa, man whoa. You, whoa, whoa, okay. you gotta figure out no, no it's <laughs> but mike you are right like you gotta figure out with like what level of naps per day you're okay with yeah it's just, that's no like two, where three? you want to be in life like do you want to do this part-time do you want to be my coffee you know and there's no wrong answer i don't i don't but i don't think you should put people in the standard i think you need to visualize yourself 
as that thing and go, oh, is that going to actually be the thing I want to be? I think that's what's really important. This conversation got really deep, but the bottom line is like, Alma, you're doing what you want to do. And (laughs) that's what people, not the thing that you're doing isn't what people should look to. People should look to that you are doing what you want to do. And other people should go, I need to look for what I want to do. And, you know, sometimes it's not really, I mean, we need to be very honest with ourselves. Like sometimes the things people want to do, you can't pay the bills with. So you need to find yourself a job that you can pay the bills so you can afford to do the thing you want to do. Uh, I think I think people can Bro, I could buy a house being a macaroni artist. Don't tell me that. Exactly. So <laughs> Nebraska is just a different economy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Finger, <laughs> Finger so, paint pays the bills. Yeah, you can make 200,000 Nebraska bucks and that's like $13,000. Macaroni <laughs> artist, Casey Chef. No, it's... <laughs> The, you, there's there's very the, some people go oh they they have a job that they don't like or just or really hate and then they do this thing on the weekend that they love i love woodworking i just, or yeah. i love macaroni art whatever the thing is that they love <laughs> they think oh well this guy on the internet did it i should do it well s- sometimes sometimes you do the thing you love and it turns into your job and you hate that too yeah. and what it turns yeah. out is that you just hate working like that, and that's that's fine. Like sometimes people just hate that repetitive grind, and that's okay. You need to find ways to make. It, it's really hard to take something you love, turn it into a job, and then not think of it as a job. All of a sudden, yeah. it's really hard. So you got to figure out what that is. I um, hated taking on woodworking commissions. Yeah, that was stressing me so out. Pete bought a bunch it of made me not robots. enjoy woodworking. I mean, got plastic robots. Yeah, I mean, you you got to go like what do you enjoy? Robocops. You. <laughs> it, it, but it let me become. A woodworker for fun, again. right? And that's what you know, Pete which, needs. Pete needs his the the maker world to be. Pete has needs. Yeah, Pete has <laughs> ladies needs needs. Oh, <laughs> no, so Pete needs this make thing. A knee joke. Pete needs this to not be his job. That's kind of I think the bottom line. Like Pete needs this yeah. to not be his job. Uh, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Not only on top of that, is there nothing wrong with that? If you think there is, Pete owes you no explanations. And neither yeah. does Dan. Like all the jokes about Dan, you know, the the, the jokes we make about Dan, doesn't matter because Dan loves what Dan does. And yeah, that's right. that's what and matters. That's what Dan and pays his three bills. naps a day. And Alma Dan takes vacations. Dan's living life. Alma only life. owes an explanation to her her wife. And they need to figure out their, their 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 things together. So, and that's the bottom line. So like Alma can do whatever she wants to do as long as they're both in agreement oh, I do on what that. I want. So that's I do what I, I want. do what I, yeah, yeah you it's do. my body. I yeah, do you I do, want. girl. <laughs> I don't tell her shit. I do what I want. <laughs> this took a turn Does I she, didn't expect. Do you think she's uh, going to listen to this? No, or? she'll never no. listen. She'll never listen. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, That's why I talk about Kayla on the podcast. She ain't. Hey, honey, say nothing if I can buy this tool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, so, yeah, it, it's all varying degrees. There's no, like, right. That'd be so lame if there was, like, yeah. a right answer for everyone. Like, that'd be such a lame life. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, yeah. if there was, like, an equation well, that worked for people, it just doesn't yeah, work Yeah, but, I, I mean, I think, I think, I, I can see what Pete's saying, but I, I totally see, like, I, I get what you're saying, too, Mike. It's just, I think social media makes it hard, though, because you see people going full-time, and it's, it's like, fake. oh, oh, full-time, yes, congrats, you went full-time, that's awesome, and, you know, everybody wants, thinks that they need to go full-time, and, and I think what Pete's yeah, saying is, like, like no, you don't, like, that shouldn't be the goal, like, it should be, you know, like you that's said. Goal. That's exactly be, what I was saying. Whatever, the goal yeah. should be whatever it is you want it yeah. to be. 
Yeah, exactly. no goal should, should be whatever be makes you happy. Happiness. Exactly. Uh, Boom. We're all just happy. Ah. We all just want to be Sorry, happy. Sorry, that's got like... All right. This went off the rails. Oh, it was a great done. conversation. I disagree. That was a great conversation. Yeah. No, yeah. Let's. No, uh, no, I mean, good way. Let Let's jump. Up. Let's jump into. Qu- oh, Pete. It. Sorry. Do you want to go to questions? No. Be, no. No. Just, no. No. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh wait. We can't miss what's on my bench. No. 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 Dan. What? What's on my bench? You guys almost went right over. Listen. No. Hold on. Everyone, quiet. No one say anything. What's on my bench? That's our what's on my bench jingle. I was all I was all jammed up because I haven't heard that in like over two weeks. It's been a while, yeah. It's been a while. I'm gonna throw it to Alma. Alma, what do you got going on right now? Uh, I have not much at all. Uh, I oh did. Oh my just gosh! Inst- I can't believe we did this. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, well, I've been on like summer break, guys. Come on. And well, tell us about your break. And have you been I'm anywhere? I'm getting fun? there, Dan. Why you quit interrupting me? Damn, Dan. That's what I do. This is the worst podcast ever. Um, Who booked me on this shit? Um, I've been trying to organize my shop more this, like when I do get time out here at night, I've been trying to just reorganize things. I'm going to figure out like uh, scrap uh, lumber stuff, you know, and um, I did just replace my mini split because it died. And so I put a new one in today so I could be all cool in here because it was terrible even even if it's cooler outside it's like hot in here like 85 90 degrees even if it's 70 degrees outside it's so crazy um so yeah i've just been working on that like trying to get my shop ready for when my kid goes back to school and then when's that projects uh in i think like two weeks two weeks nice so yeah so then i'll be able to have you know that time i'm sure mike asks a question mid-sentence and he's fine Oh God! That's pretty annoying to say that right in the middle of her statement. Go ahead, oh. Dan. I think you're muted. <laughs> you're muted. Oh, am I muted? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So then, I think in a couple weeks, I'll be able to start some more projects, which will probably be house projects for now. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Dan, what do you got going on? Well, not a whole lot. That's great, Mike. What do you got cool. going on? <laughs> She gets Alma it. Fishable. She gets Wait. it. Where's my list? Where's my what list? Where's my list? <laughs> oh my god, that'd be such that a good episode. Perfect, no. Alma. Uh, Dude, I, I can't you know, I had a, dying on every episode. I feel like I feel like I had a huge what's on my bench last week, but I forgot all about it. Um something about a beam. Oh, even Max cameraman. is upset. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's kind of the big thing this week. Um, Why do I know more than? Bi- Never mind. You don't even want to know. Um. So my wife's cousin, who we met up with when we went to Hawaii, um, he was uh he was in the Marines, but he's out now, and he's he moved back here to Omaha. I don't know why you would leave Hawaii and move to Omaha. Uh, lost Tax a bet. Break. I think he lost the bet. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Um, but he is a, uh, he's a surf photographer and a videographer and, um, we were talking, he came over and we had coffee and we were talking and, uh, did I mention we were talking? Um, <laughs> you guys drinking any beverage? Oh man, this Yeah, coffee, sucks. I think. And, uh, <laughs> so we come up with a, a little plan that he's going to come out here once a week and, uh, gonna we're going to steal nuclear top secret documents. <laughs> 
I have no idea what that's in reference to. I wish I knew what that was about. Topical. I don't know. I'm just making random jokes. It's Thursday. Y'all get um, crazy. So my plan yeah, is just to... play the fifth if you have nothing. <laughs> my plan is to jump back into YouTube, and uh, he's gonna help. He's gonna help me out with that, and uh, he's gonna be my videographer slash like editor. And we've worked out a pretty nice deal, and I'm really excited about that. Really excited about that. So uh, be on the lookout on my YouTube channel. I'm probably gonna launch a little sneak peek little video uh, that we recorded yesterday. We're recording on Thursday, so we recorded that on Wednesday. Um, aside from that, you know. Etsy orders keeping me busy, yada yada. Everybody knows that. I feel like a broken record at this point. Uh, huge shout out to Scott Holland from Elevated Wood Design over there in Idaho. Scott went to my Etsy store and bought like every species that I offer for the Laguna Fusion F1 F2 saw or saw. So thank you, Scott. You're gonna you're gonna keep me busy in the shop on the CNC there for a while. Um, uh, I've also been working on the faux beams. I know I've been uh, talking about those a lot lately. Uh, that's that's been interesting. So they my plan is to make them look seamless. So I I instead of doing a miter on the corners, I did a a pretty deep rabbit rabbit like a deep rabbit. It looks really good. Um, but when I put a heavy round over on it, it looks really seamless and it's blended really well. So it's coming out nicely. And I'm I'm finished those with uh, uh, Rubio White as per the client ask. Request. And, uh, <laughs> request. You know, words, hard. <laughs> podcast, I do. Um, <laughs> Rubio White on White Oak looks fantastic. Fantastic, yeah, you guys. Have gorgeous. You, oh, my goodness. That's what we're doing. The, I, that's what I'm doing the dining table love. for the house. Yeah, yeah it's my oh, favorite. It's, oh, it's, it's on so white nice. Did you, which white did you do? Super white or cotton white or fiber? Just white. Just white. white. Just regular white? Nice. Just white. Yeah. Just straight up white. I didn't do anything. I didn't mix it with pure. I didn't do any of that. It's just white. Yeah. yeah. I really like it super looks white on the... On it. Amazing! It's, it's, I really—it's just a I, good modern like look. I did cotton I really white like on it. a on an ash like entryway table, and that because the cotton white has the most white load that has the most white of of the four whites available. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a weird conversation, um, but yeah, <laughs> it has the most white. But it looked really good on ash. Golden I was really cherries. Yeah, golden cherries. <laughs> <laughs> Does Rubio make a golden cherry? They make a golden cherry. Sure. It's. Uh, only, you have to buy in sets of two, though. Anyway, what about your beams? <laughs> <laughs> so I've been I've been slowly working on those. I've also I've also uh, made a uh, I made a, a display shelf for a a referee from the or an umpire from the Division Three 2021 National Baseball Championships. I know that's a that's a mm. lot Sounds of words. fake. No one can yeah. fact check that, but go ahead. It's <laughs> <That's> a <laughs> lot of words. This guy, his name's Josh. He that's he's cool. a, he was a umpire for the national championship for the D3 2021 uh baseball championships. Oof. And uh he reached out to me and asked me if I could make a display shelf because because he was an umpire for that game. That's cool. He or games. Mm-hmm. He asked me if I could make a display shelf because they gave him like a game ball and a watch and like several other things so 
I've been working on that. It looks really nice. It, all the it it, it it looks like a home plate, which everybody on Pinterest has probably seen like a home plate display shelf. But I mitered all the corners and gave them a spline, and it looks really, really sexy. I made it out of walnut, and uh, I'm going to be delivering that in the next day or two. So that's what's been on my bench. Pete, you want to go next? Hey. That's me. I'm the guy with that name. So, yeah. what's on my bench? Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack to two weeks ago. I went to friends on a farm because we never got to talk about oh, that. Oh, right. So that was Adrian's. I wasn't uh, there. Event. You weren't there. You guys were there in spirit. Uh, but it's uh, Adrian from Hickory Humps Creations. Barbara herself through that the event. looked fun. Uh, it was actually it was a lot of. fun. I was so watching the stories from like everybody that was there that I follow, and that looked hella fun. She ended up like dialing it back, like with the promotion of it, and ended up being like I think like eight or nine people or something, and uh, you know, great food. <laughs> like she, her and her family cooked everything. They made chicken in. We didn't get grits, but we got chicken that was made in a, a Dutch oven that was cooked on a fire. It's pretty good. Oh, so good, so good. Uh, but it met a lot of cool people. David Wirt drove out from uh, I think he's in Rustic Kansas. Joy. Yeah, Rustic Joy. So he drove really far. Speaking of golden cherries, he got a pair of them from uh, Alma's <laughs> other persona on his truck. Uh, but got to hang out with him there. He actually stopped by on the way back. But I got to do some chainsaw milling for the first time ever. That was super fun. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but it looked uh-huh. to me. So I, like I said, I was watching all the stories. But it looked to me like mm-hmm. Adrian had you guys all out there and you were doing manual labor for her. Yeah. Yeah, she tricked great. you all into coming out there and doing manual well, labor for free. Actually, and I think chicken. David tricked us because I think he drove away with two of those slabs. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> but it, it basically talked Adrian into making a um, or getting a chainsaw mill. But it was it was a lot of fun to mill that up. Uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's so much work. <laughs> Mike, your comment on that post was like, "It's a lot of work." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, it is." I like felt it in my back and stuff, mm-hmm. and I only did one of them. Mm. Have you uh, have you tried yeah? doing it with a rascal? <laughs> I, ah, Dan, I'm not quite close enough to Nebraska to dry, ride a rascal around a store. Uh, so no, chains, got chain, the, chainsaw mill. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's a thing. So I got to run a chainsaw mill. I got to uh, ride in a tractor, uh, ride a quad around. It was an automatic, so I didn't kill myself. But then we just we had a generally just a great time there. Um, got it was nice to kind of meet everyone and hang out. Hung out with um, John Deresta, Jimmy's brother, which was pretty cool. Um, he's a funny dude. He's a comedian and he's a, I never knew this. He was, he's actually a woodworker too. He's based out of LA, but he does a lot of reclaimed furniture and a dude, he makes furniture out of wood that has been like, uh, I don't want to say Hudson River, but no weirder celebrities houses. So like he had like Spock's, it smells like the, Madonna. The guy that, yeah. The guy that played <laughs> Spock, like his shed and like he Prince made a series of furniture that was made from the wood that was from the shed that belonged to Spock. Like really weird. Leonard like, Nimoy, this is, by the no. way. Oh, Leonard Nimoy. Thank you. I was blanking on it. But like, this ingrained. is the most like LA thing I oh, have ever ingrained. heard in my life. So it was kind of cool to see some of the projects. That's actually a like, very niche. Like it's, Super niche. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I only like make furniture from trees that fall on Wednesdays. Yes. <laughs> Wednesday Woodwork. Wednesday Woodwork. <laughs> 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 so terrible advertising. 
I've actually seen I've actually seen some of his work when uh, when I was in LA a few years ago. He sells I don't know if he still does, but he was selling his work, his woodworking at the Melrose like flea market or something. I forget I forget what it's called. Oh, Melrose yeah, yeah. flea market or Melrose. Yeah. Um Sorry, that's but but why I, I the reason the why I saw his stuff and like it stood out was uh, he's got a tent and this he had this giant sign he made a bunch of them that said uh, life is like a dry hand job box of oh and those um, were signs abrasive yeah those were signs that he sells um, <laughs> at the flea market and John is uh, John is very direct he's very um, direct though. Yeah. He's very Duresta. Very like no, I see a lot of his brother in him. Um but anyway, so that 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 whole event was fun. I got to do a lot of fun stuff. We did a bunch of uh shooting of bows. I actually I pulled into the event. I was one of the last people to arrive and everyone like Dave Meow, Dave were uh Adrian, they were all aiming arrows at me because we were they were shooting bows. That's, that was <laughs> You could fun. take on No one accident. No one cool. accidentally fired cuz I would have been impaled. Oh, they were blank <laughs> arrows. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, blanks. They were shooting blanks like you down. Uh so Boom. aside from that, but <laughs> I have two kids. I know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do you? Clearly you have proof. Is that confirmed? I get it. Confirmed, yeah, I it's confirmed. So. Yeah, my wife yeah, they, said they, they're mine. They look like they look him. exactly like Kayla and not you. So there might be some questions after this episode. <laughs> All right, I'm glad this this is, took a turn. All right, yeah, everybody uh, hates Dan. Everybody John looks like up. Tiny Dan 100. John is Tiny it's, Dan. Yeah, like a <laughs> poor John. <laughs> poor John. Handsome oh, Tiny Dan. Um, there we go. Thank you. So aside from that, because I I finally got uh, all the printers uh, are mostly assembled. So they're all making their way down to the basement. I'm like, well, I don't know where to put these. Making my way downtown. So, making my way down to the basement. Um, and I'm reworking the, the basement shop a little bit for the, the print shop. I might actually be moving it to a different spot in the basement, but we'll figure that out later down the line. So I just, I got a lot of work to do down there, but that's going to be after we uh, get back from vacation. Uh, I'm working on that ice climbing tool project, which is just a lot of routing. I actually had a, I had a bearing on a, on a roundover bit, like a, just a regular router bit just explode on me and the parts, pieces of it went everywhere. And I was like, Oh, the I didn't realize this bearings. could happen. Yeah. The tiny little bearing at the, the end balls. of it. So, you know, makes it so you lost your tiny balls. All the balls just went flying all over. Uh, I didn't knew, I didn't know that like the router bit could do that. It makes sense now. Seized up. But let's add that to my list of fears. Cool. Um, luckily, I was bearing, wearing brown khaki pants, so that's fine. Um, aside from that, I actually, I'm making, like, real good, like, um, getting ahead of the schedule, whatever. I'm making good headway. That, that's Did you know is. you could buy a roundover bit for your CNC? Um, I know, but I don't I cut one. them. They come... That's how I do my ripple panels. They come pre, uh, pre-cut to me from uh, Send Cut Send company. So... Uh, I have to do all the rounding over, but I actually made some good headway. I'm ahead of the schedule on that. I was hoping to wrap that up. I might wrap that all up tomorrow before uh, we leave on Saturday. So we'll we'll see about that. Uh, and then um, got a bunch of new tools and random things in a shop. I got a bunch of boxes from some brands that I've been talking to. Oh, yeah. Uh, game changers. Uh, <laughs> I got a game changer tool. <laughs> Honestly, some of them. Yeah. So uh, I forgot to mention that. From, ah. Got the Harvey, the miter. Yes. Um, uh, what is it? Miter gauge. MG36 compass. It's really nice. I still haven't tried it out because my table saw right now is a a routing station, but it looks really solid. And I got a bunch of Bridge City tools. And 
Bird City? Game, are they pretty? Bridge City. Bridge City. They're very pretty, and I'm very excited to actually try them out. I want to see how they perform, because uh, if they perform as well as they look, I'm going to be very happy. Um, also got a chopstick making kit, which I'm really stoked for, because I love uh, chopsticks. I, I, I eat a lot of ramen. It, they look so neat. Yeah. What's a chopstick? Um, a chopstick is like a fork. What? With an axe handle. It's not plastic. Uh, Dan, and it's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Dan's from Nebraska, but I got those tools. Oh, it um, would make sense if it was a, if it had like an axe at it, you would yeah. use it to chop. Stop it! Uh, and the, the one thing I'm actually really excited uh, to try out is um, I uh, got to talking to the guy from Carbon Method, the guy uh, Mark Spagnola talked about. Oh yeah, it. it's the ceramic coating for your uh, cast iron. They have some wood finishes too that are ceramic coatings, and uh, he sent me out a sample, and I'm I'm ex- really excited to refinish my joiner. Mike was talking about, uh, actually, you told the story. You should mention it on what's on a bench uh, about yes. cleaning up the cast iron on the joiner. My joiner looks really rough. It's right by the garage door. And I guess over the last year of opening it up, it got a little rusty. So need to clean that up. And I'm going to try to carbon it's method stuff and tool. see how it works. It's a rusty tool. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, Mike, what's going on with you? Oh, we're just busy. Real busy. Um, busy. New Building mm. is done. Yeah. Uh, how many buildings you got now? Four, five, six, nine, or three buildings. <laughs> he tore and down four little ones, but one big one. Put in one big. Yeah. So I got I got spray booth, which is just a shed, and then I got the main building, and then I got the new building, and then we have the shipping container for all the wood storage. But <clears throat> we got the the building is is done. All the all the interior stuff is done. We got all the framing and trim done. Did everything out of ash. Uh, did birch ply on all or uh, white birch ply on all the walls. Ash for nice. the baseboards, ash for the seam trims. I'll case all the window and the, uh, the doors. Thermally modified ash or the just regular? No, just ash. I got it for such a good price. I couldn't believe how good the price was. Um, if you don't mind, what what price are you getting? Three twenty five for four quarter ash. Ouch! Nice. Isn't that cheap? I sell it. I was, awesome. I was like, just get me sixty sticks. I always use ash. I love ash. I think I use it for so many things. Um, Give me love all that the ash. ash. I'm an ash I love man. That ash you know. too. Everyone knows. Yeah, yeah, girl, yeah. girl, you know what? White ash, brown no, uh, ash, cracker ash. I'm <laughs> big ash, ash, little ash. Don't matter. Yeah. Thermally modified cracker ash. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we got all the trim up in there. Got the laser room framed out. Um, I went and picked up. So when I did the electrical for the for the shop, I'm for the main shop now. Uh, everything. I don't know if the guys remember, or if anyone remembers, but it took. I. It took everything out. Like three, four weeks to get everything in because of how bad supply chain was for uh, like copper and stuff back then. Uh, it was in the middle of COVID and stuff. Uh, I went Are you down making to the place. your own wire? No, I'm not. This isn't Nebraska, Dan. We buy it out here. Um, oh, I thought you were like. <laughs> it's a noodle based Weaving wire. your own. <laughs> weaving your own <laughs> copper wire. <laughs> no, I. So I actually went down to the place today and I was like, I'm going to order this. It'll come in next week. I'll get it done after I go to IWF. Uh, but they had everything in stock. I was shocked. So I actually went down and picked up all the electrical stuff and brought it today. So my uncle's going to come on Monday and him and I are going to start working on the electrical. So we're going to run a sub panel into the shop, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm really excited about that. Uh, going to get the blazer in there. Going to get the CNC in there. I think I mentioned it. I don't know if we've done any any episodes, but I, I uh, ordered my slab flattener. What's up? So are you keeping the the garage as a packing area or are you going to move that into the shipping the station place? is good. So this is what I'm trying to figure out. So I I can't like re, I can't talk too much about the things, but those big projects I'm, I'm landing, 
mm-hmm. one of them is going to require a lot of dunnage. Uh, I'm going to need like a lot of shipping. Like I'm going to need pallets. I'm going to need uh, stickers. We're going to need all kinds of stuff. So I'm trying to figure out like another building. Unfortunately, I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like another building right now for like, well, because so here's the other thing. It makes sense. I mean, unfortunately, right now, it kind of makes sense. Like, I'm thinking about another building that's just a dirt floor building. Literally something I can just put stuff in there out of the rain and in the weather. And it doesn't need to be, like, kept, like, real real wet watertight. I just need it not directly in the rain. So, I think I'm going to do, like, a dirt pad building down below. um, And it'll – because I'm also trying to bring in more of that carbon smart lumber, you know. And I want a space to store that because I'm buying – what's the matter, Dan? Nothing. Oh, you look super bummed out. <laughs> no, nope. uh, I, th- I was just worried you lost your audio. I, I've seen that face nope. before. It makes me scared. Uh, no, anyway, uh, I'm trying. I'm bringing in like five, which I want to announce this. I'm bringing in 5,000 board feet of English walnut in the next couple, like after I get back from um, from IWF. I'm going to be bringing that in. We're going to be storing that in the new building until this new slab flattener comes in. Um, so the slab flattener is going to be in about two months. So he's got to weld Ooh. everything up and then uh, drive it out from Pennsylvania. And then he assembles it and, and then shows me how to use the thing. But it's pretty simple. So, um, um, so yeah, we just got a lot of stuff going on right now. We had a, I had a good customer <clears throat> of mine um, come with an emergency expedite project. We have, we're building out her restaurant. All this, We're doing 10 tables for her restaurant right now. Uh, I won't go into the details, but we got to get everything done by Tuesday. <laughs> so, are you doing the bases or just the tabletops? <clears throat> ba- I, bases are coming. I ordered the bases. They're going to be here Saturday. So it's 17 bases in total. Um, so I, the company I, I – so I, typically I buy all my ba- bases from Bidwell Wood and Iron. Uh, that was not in the budget for this project. Uh, they will be uh, – anyway, they, it wasn't in the budget for this phase of the project. The lady had um, – my customer had some a series of events happen to where uh, she couldn't spend that kind of money on these tables right now. So uh, she needed tabletops, and we're making the 10 tabletops. We actually have all but two of the tabletops glued up now. So uh, mo- like Monday, we got everything dialed. Tuesday, I ran down. I picked up like three, 400 board feet of maple. Um, I ordered the bases. The bases will be here Saturday. We got all the wood. We got, we've been working on it nonstop the last two days. So um, we're going to start getting finish on everything tomorrow. Get those knocked out. And uh, also, sorry, I'm going to have a long, what's on my bench, Alma? I'm sorry. Uh, there's, no, there's um, <laughs> we, we haven't done one in a while. Um, so last week, I think it was last week or the week before, I, we had built this, I designed this, I took inspiration from online, but there, I designed this base for this white oak table, this five foot diameter white oak table. And I, the style wasn't for me. The customer really loved it, but man, I'm really proud of the craftsmanship that Sean and I put into that table. It is, that table was real tricky to build. It was really nice. And it came out like flawless. It was, I'm really happy with how that came out. It was just a really, uh, really cool table that I'm really proud of. So that was a dining room table, right? Yes, it was. Five foot diameter, 60 inch diameter. So it was really nice. Uh, It came out really cool. Um, and then, uh, we're just doing these tables right now and I got some other stuff I'm going to announce probably in the next few weeks. I got some really exciting news, but I can't really share it, uh, until some I's are dotted and some T's are crossed. Um, but we're really excited about that stuff over here. We're just busy. We got a lot going on. I'm trying to think, oh, uh, all the marketing material is done for coffee grinds, the coffee label. (laughs) We're going to all the, I'm super excited about the coffee brand. Um, had a nice meeting with my partner, the lady who's the roaster. She's my coffee roaster. She is, 
She is. I'm really excited to do this venture with her because she takes a lot of pride in her product. She makes really good coffee, and uh, the first order of 60 bags is in. I'm hoping to have everything figured out by tomorrow. I'm hoping to have like the pre-sale open on Saturday for all that, and uh, all the listings are done on the site, but I just need to make them all live, so I needed to get some final things figured out for that. But uh, the, the coffee, I'm really excited for people to try this coffee. It's it is really legitimately good coffee, and I'm a snob with coffee. So, uh, what's the what's the name again? Coffee grinds. Oh, that's Should have awesome. been coffee grind. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're doing uh, that's going to be releasing. Well, <clears throat> labels are on their way, and she picked up all the coffee for the first like several hundred bags. Uh, she also still has her own line of coffee, but uh, all that's. She picked it up today, and she's going to start brewing immediately. So we're going to get that hitting the hitting the streets pretty soon. So hopefully, we'll uh, hopefully people love the coffee. That's the thing I'm the most excited about is people yeah. trying this coffee. It's really good stuff. So, um, but I can go in for a little longer, and I won't. I told Alma we'd get her out of here with, with uh, close to an yeah, hour. Let's so questions. let's get to some questions here. Um, <laughs> the first question close. is from John. He had a great question last week that we did not get to, so I wanted to get to his first. Hey guys, it's uh, John with Huntington Builds. I got a couple, hopefully, quick questions for you today. I'm working on a cabinet for a customer that wants it ebonized ash, <clears throat> so I'm going to be staining it with a black gel stain and then a black alcohol ink stain over the top of that. But since not everything is black, I wanted to stain the black parts first and then assemble it. Is there issues with doing it in that order if I'm using dominoes and I tape off the glue joints? prior to staining. Second question is, I've got that uh, home right sprayer that Dan recommends, and I was going to just spray the cabinet with poly after it dries for a day or two, unless there is an alternative you'd recommend instead for a finish. The top is going to be walnut with a Rubio finish. Let me know what you guys think is best. Thanks, guys. Dan, you recommended that sprayer. You go first. Um... Yeah, let me tackle that part of the question first. I do recommend that sprayer, but I've only ever used water-based polyurethane, polycrylic, if you will, in that sprayer. It's fantastic when it comes to that. I can't speak to the fact that if it will work with an oil-based polyurethane. I can't imagine Mm -hmm. why it wouldn't, but it's great for the water-based polyurethane. Um, As far as the, the black stain and black alcohol ink, have you looked into <clears throat> using uh, India ink? India ink is a wonderful, quote unquote, black stain. I, th- I think that's what the alcohol. <clears throat> the second thing is that's I think that I thought that's what India ink was. I think he was talking about the India, like he's saying using one or the other or both. I, I thought he said he was going to use both. He was going to do a yeah, coat I, of. I, it sounded like ebony both. stain, yeah, like and both. then. I think it's going to be yeah. both, which I don't know why he'd need to do that. India no, ink. you wouldn't need to do it if you just yeah. did indie ink. And then yeah. you could put the the polycrylic right over that as well. Uh, and I, I believe he was asking, um, Bob, would there be any issues if he assembly, taped over yeah. the, the joints? There shouldn't be. Um, indie ink is pretty watery and it will creep under the the tape a little bit. But that won't be a problem if you're just trying to uh, keep keep the the finish or the the stain off the glue joint so it, you should be fine there what do you what do you think michael michael so i wouldn't do You're poly i wouldn't do poly myself 
I would spray a lacquer for a cabinet because lacquer, from for me, in my opinion, poly is a durability finish. You don't really need a durability finish on a cabinet. It's not like a high traffic piece of furniture. It's a but medium it, to it low. It sounded like it sounded like he was putting a like a top. So like it would be yeah. A he's cabinet, doing Rubio like a lower for the top. cabinet. He's doing Rubio <laughs> for the top is what he said. And he's gonna do so. He's, the cabinet is gonna be. He's gonna spray poly, and he's gonna do Rubio for the actual top that is gonna be handled. So that's already set. That's how I would do it. I would do a Rubio on the top, and I would do lacquer on the cabinet because it's gonna go so much faster. That's how I would. Oh yeah, do, for sure. That's how I would yeah. do the cabinet. Or so do the water based poly. It'll it'll dry. Yeah, water based poly will dry fast. But the nice thing about the water based. Well, I mean, most water based products will burn into themselves, but water based lacquer is so fast. And it's so nice and it's so forgiving when you spray it. <clears throat> Water-based lacquers are amazing. They're just, they're the way to go and they're super durable. Acrylic products are so nice. And uh, obviously, um, less chance of flammability and less chance, uh, and there's lower VOCs. Not that there's no VOCs. You need to get a volatile organic compound mask, but um, there's less harm to your body with that stuff. So yep. if it was me, I'd be doing lacquer for the body. Or for the carcass and then Rubio for the top. That's one of my favorite looks, especially if it's like a walnut because lacquer will not make walnut look as good as Rubio will, bottom line. So uh, the Rubio is just going to look really nice. Um, in terms of the assembly of the carcass, or I'm sorry, the assembly of the other part with the wa- with the stain and the India ink or the alcohol-based, it was India ink, right? Did I mishear that? It, no, 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 no. I suggested yeah. India ink. Okay. He wanted to do a two-part system. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, I would just do the ebony stain. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why you'd need to do two on there. Um, another option. Maybe he wants it to be into, extra black. But like the ebony stains are so dark. Like I, yeah. I, I just can't imagine any more than that. Or you just I think you can get a root. So you can get Rubio, Rubio intense black. Yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna say. Go, yeah. go Rubio intense black, and then do Rubio black over that. And then that thing's gonna look amazing. That's 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 where I was going with this. Is I would yeah. just I would pull pull out any of those other two options. And it's a price. You had option, me a pull out. So much, yeah, <laughs> but it's a it's a better option in my opinion. So uh, Alma, what do you think? Um, I think if if you have the money or the budget for Rubio, then yes, Rubio all the way yeah. for both. Yeah. But if you <clears throat> like, if it's just the cabinet and you want to save some money, then I would go India Ink. And then your preferred finish, you know, uh, whatever that would be, whether it be, you know, a water base or whatever. Um, yeah, whatever choose. it is that you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Rubio, obviously, for the win um, for the top. But I really like India ink versus an ebony stain. I, I hate any kind of stains. I don't know why. But I think the Rubio or I'm sorry, I think the <clears throat> India, India ink when it comes to ebonizing and making it black. Like, it just looks so much better than, to me yeah. personally, than, Agreed. like, a stain yeah. or um, whatever else he was talking about. Like It just, it soaks into the wood a lot yeah. better. You can see and the grain. it's really affordable. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, really it's cheap. super cheap. You can get it on Amazon. Yeah, you don't need a lot of it. And, nope. yeah. So, it's I think if, 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 depending on your budget, yeah, that's the way I would go. Pete? Peter? So, I'll, uh. I'll kind of go least expensive to most expensive and say that so India the uh, India ink the the base for the India ink most India inks is actually shellac which is a finish in its own so you if you really were trying to save money or if this was for you or whatever like you I have made projects with just India ink done two coats of that got it ultra black and 
than nothing else. You could technically do that because uh, it will have a bit of a finish to it. But if you want to give it some more protection, I'm I'm with Mike. I would I would spray some kind of lacquer on that. Um, the other option is like they said, uh, Rubio black or intense black. I've never applied it myself. I've seen it applied at when we we're at the uh, Austin event. It looked really rich, really nice, and it pops on the intense black is like indie ink. Yeah, yeah. It smells like Rubio. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fantastic. That's that's the other thing. It's like <laughs> the no VOCs on that. Uh, but yeah, definitely spray some kind of lacquer on it. I would, I've never sprayed polyurethane. I've only done a wipe on or roll on or something like that. Um, but yeah, I would, I would, I would probably go with a, with a lacquer instead. Um, and as far as the, I'm assuming so he was asking pretty much about like pre-assembly and the finish going around the edges and like yes. being trouble for glue. You said you were going to use dominoes. They're going to help you a lot in that. You definitely want to tape off whatever you can and be careful to not soak it into the end grains when you're, you know, gluing the areas up. Uh, Do the best you can, but you're not going to be able to protect it all because no matter which one you use, it's not a finish. It's a stain or pigment and it's going to soak into that grain. Yeah. So it's going to bleed over a lot. So uh, you're going to be relying on those dominoes. But you're right. The dominoes are going to do most of the work. Dominoes are going to do a lot of work, but make sure to tape off, glue as much as you can. Um, They'll help you out a lot. So I agree. Cool. Maybe cut the dominoes after you do the staining, if if that's a possibility. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. It's a good idea. What he's saying is drill the holes after. Cut. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. He uh, said cut. I got confused. Uh, domino or excuse me, <laughs> dominoes. Gosh dang. The next question is from Kimani von Strayhorn. My brain just imploded on itself. It was wild. This is from Kimani. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Kimani from Bastry Designs, and I have three questions for Alma. They're pretty short, so you'll be able to get through them fast, so I'll start uh, with, um, Alma, you do a lot of collaboration projects, and you're super supportive of other makers and the maker community. Um, do you have a favorite collaboration that you've done so far, or maybe something in the works uh, that you're super excited about when it's ready to be released? Um, number two. I've picked up a couple of locations from your stories and from uh, your videos, but how many hiding spots do you have for your candy and your snacks? And number three, which I think is the most important question, and a lot of people have been wondering this, are you Alma wearing a Luke in the Garage suit or Luke wearing an Alma suit? The people need to know. I met you at WorkmanCon, so I know there's only one of you out there. We deserve an answer. That's it for my questions. Thank you for your time, and all hail the Petty Kingdom. <laughs> all right, so Alma, so I was three really questions. Quiet, first Do you have your come on in your five? Yeah, so it's really, really quiet. <laughs> so, what is your favorite collaboration with another maker? How many hiding spots do you have for all the candy in your shop? And uh, are you Luke in an Alma costume, or are you Alma in a Luke costume? All hail the petty kingdom. All hail the petty king. Uh, no, all hail the petty king. Uh, oh, who, petty king. king. Yeah, which is Wobie Designs. Ben, Peck, petty king. Uh, oh, petty king. <laughs> Dan, you, I know you think you're the petty yeah, king. No. There's you're more not of the you. petty king. It's Ben. <laughs> all right. Fine. You're petty king light. They're like a free subscription. Yeah, yeah. The pettiness. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a place where you go get your like your toenails done or something. <laughs> The Petty King Light. Petty King Light 2. Could you tell me where that is? I could use that. I'd show you, but. No. What's your favorite collab with another maker? Oh, man. I Honestly, like, 
the best collab that I've done was with Luke on those uh, reels that we did. Um, that was so funny. Yeah, they so were, funny. They were, we had a we had a really good time. The beard. Um, yeah, and, and he's just like so full of ideas, like like that, you know. Um, it, like we'll just be taught. Like the whole snack, me having s- hidden snacks was just by accident. He. <laughs> how it started oh i i have one of those little uh drawers on my saw stop on the side you know they're 3d printed oh yeah 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 and, yeah, and yeah, he yeah, saw it yeah he saw it he pulled it open and i have lifesavers in there uh, because <laughs> i had done a reel like i don't know a couple weeks ago and and they were like i put them in there for that reason and then i was like oh i'm just gonna leave them in there and they're it's great now i always have lifesavers in there um, so he thought it was hilarious. He's like, you have snack. Like he was cracking up, like genuinely cracking up that I have snacks in there. And I was like, oh, bro, I have snacks all over my shop. And I don't really, but we kind of planted, you know, some snacks around. But I do have snacks in my cabinet. And then I have, <laughs> I have the lifesavers. So there's only two spots right now that I have snacks in. Two official spots. Two official spots, yeah. Um, was that Was that it? Oh, and then which one are you? I ca- I can't I can't disclose. You can't that. disclose. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I want to I want to jump in here and say the 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 first time that I found you on the internet mm-hmm. is when you did a collab with April, where April came to your your house and rebuilt your back porch. Is that accurate? Yeah, that was a couple years ago, right? Uh, that Four, was in twenty nineteen. Oh. Yeah. Just before that. Yeah, I remember I remember watching that video. That was that was a fun video. Yeah, it was uh me uh, yeah, April and Aaron Longfellow from Maker Gray, who yes. is at the time was her assistant. Um yeah, they came here. Like I we were talking about something, like we'd we'd um, become friends in the app through Instagram and we would chat on there often and like FaceTime and whatever. And I don't really know how it like really started, but three of us would start chatting and um, we'd send each other videos or whatever. And I think April was like looking for a, a new project or something or something she had to do with a sponsor. I think it was a stair sponsor and her, like the hmm. project she had wasn't ready. And I was like, Oh my God, I need stairs. <laughs> I <need my laughs> stairs. Like it was like totally like on a whim, you know, like, Oh yeah, I need stairs. Like we totally been talking about redoing our back stairs, and and then the three of us were just like, like that would that would be so fun. Like we'd get to hang out and let's yeah, let's do cool. it. And she had a sponsor. It looked really up. fun. Yeah, and we did it in. I two remember and a half watching days. that video, going, "Man, that looks fun." Yeah, it was a two and a half day <laughs> build um, that we did it, and it was it was cool. It was just the three of us. Uh, my neighbors thought it was amazing. Like three, you know, girls, right? Like just. <laughs> tearing out a porch and putting a, a new porch in and um that was the first time justin had come to do a video for us. so that video was justin's first video for april justin oh, maybe interesting. yeah justin maybe yeah um so it was the first time we had all met him in person um yeah and we just hung out and like it was a blast it was so much fun <laughs> that's so cool interesting yeah cool was that it for the awesome the, the breakdown on that pete yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. all three of them. All right, all right. Uh, and the next question is Thomas. from our friend Thomas. He's in France, and he's wonderful. French. Hey guys, it's Thomas from France, and I have a few questions for Alma. 
First, did you finish building your 3D printer? And do you like it? Now for the serious questions. Do you, and I hope you'll say no, feel that you had to work harder than a man to be accepted as a woman woodworker? I ask because I don't see a lot of women in the woodworking scene, which could translate as mentalities are changing too slow, and that's a shame, really, I think. I also want to say that you have a great following, and when I watch your Instagram, I understand why. You are just so full of positive energy. In French, I said that you are radiant, which would uh, it, it would translate as glowing, I think. It's a nice contrast to what I sometimes see in certain women accounts that clearly use other um, attributes. Attributes, I, I'd say, to gain to gain a following, which might actually hurt the credibility of other ser serious women in the woodworking thing. I mean, people can do whatever they want, and I'm just a babbling French in his garage trying to make sense of a feeling I have on this subject. So I hope I don't offend anyone, but I'm sure I'm sure you understand what I mean. All right, thank you for your answers, and have a good podcast. Bye. Once again, Tomas. Yeah, Tomas just asked such hot. great questions. I really love Tomas' questions. Yeah. They're really solid. Uh, Deep. Yeah. Thoughts, Alma? Uh, yeah. So I did finish the 3D printer. It was a, it's a Prusa. Uh, MK3. Is, oh. that what you, is that how you say it? MK3? Oh, you guys, yeah. you and Pete Mark did a live together, yeah? Pete and I did a yeah, live. we did a live together. It was awesome. Uh, it didn't take me as long as I thought. I just, again, I am in mom mode so i had to you just do it in you put in the hours yeah um but it was pretty easy like i i really like i really enjoyed putting it together like i almost want to buy another one just to put it together but i don't i don't need another one like i no use for another one pete's yeah. like yes yeah, like, use my affiliate link yeah, yeah. <laughs> i every single one of mine i bought as a kit and i'm still not sick of putting it together yeah it was so fun um and it works like flawlessly. Like I'm always so impressed by them. I have an older model. Uh, I have the MK2, I guess. Yeah, MK2. It's like super old, um, and it works every time. Like no issues ever. So very lucky. Yeah, it's great. And then, uh, is it hard being a woman woodworker? Um. Yeah, I mean. What was his question? It was. Uh, do was, do was you it? face any criticisms? I guess around or like because he's not seeing a lot of women yeah. in woodworking, aside uh, from the I, ones that yeah. show their and attributes think, differently. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's. I think he means a lot in, in many ways, like online as well, like right, right. more more online than. Yeah, I think he. Uh, yeah, I think he said, uh, "Do I have to work harder, right, as a woman?" Yeah. Woodworking? Yeah. Yes. Um, do you feel like you need to? Um, yeah. Or is it harder? It, yes, to both of those. Uh, yes, it is. I feel it is harder. Um, I feel that I do have to work a lot harder. And not only do I have to work a lot harder to get noticed if I like, I feel like I always have to put my the the best that I can out there. So and I don't feel like a lot of people do that. Like we see photos of woodworking. Like it's just like, oh, here's some walnut and here's some, here's this piece that I just like, uh, like whatever cutting board I just did, you know, 
I don't feel like I never have felt like I could ever just post those things. Um, I don't have that luxury of just saying like, this is what I'm doing right now. Um, and that, that might just be me. That might be me being, um, a minority, like that mindset as well. Um, but I feel like I always have to give twice as hard. Um, you feel like you need to prove that it's actually you doing it and you can't just post like finished pictures. Is that what you're saying? No, I think I don't feel like I have to prove that it's me because I don't care if you don't think it's me. Like, move on then, right? Except when you're proving that it's not you, it's Luke. Right. Except, except when I'm trying to get people to realize that it's that Luke is me, right? Um, I feel like I just can't put out whatever, though. And that's not mm. – it's not, like, proof that I did it. It's more of, like, that I that I can do it, right? Like, that – that women, it's okay for women to be a woodworker and women can put out good work as well. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think it's somewhat harder, but, mm-hmm. but I also, I'm pretty lucky as well. I don't get a lot of the super rude comments. I don't see a lot of them either. Like I don't, if I don't know like who you are or whatever, like I don't open any of those um comments or like the blurred picture that you get when people send you stuff that <laughs> you're not like I just don't deal with it um but yeah I mean I, I think it's the way that you carry yourself and um you know whether it's in person or like walking into Home Depot or or to uh, a rockler or a woodcraft like it's rare that I get like where's your husband or is this for you? Um, I usually get that when I'm in the festival area of those stores where they're like, Oh, this is, uh, this is festival. This is for like this particular thing. And I'm like, yeah, I know, you know, like, um, but you I want never... to be like Ron Swanson. I've said I know more dialed. than you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know more than you. Actually, I got a real good laugh. Sorry to cut you off of the, the one where you were, you were doing a track saw cut without the track. And you were just cutting it with a straight edge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And people got, like, someone made a comment and the community rallied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, Oh, I missed this. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I made it, she got I made a hater. A cut and without the track, I had just like a square. And I, to get I, that I, extra eighth of an inch, as Dan, I mean, you would know, and that that's, makes a difference. <laughs> does make But that's the thing. I think I said in the comments, like, I forgot my track at home. And I was caught, con- like, I made a, a con, like, I, I think in the caption I said like you actually don't need your track if you line up your line there's there's lines on either side of the saw and it makes it really right. easy versus like a circular yeah. saw that never lines up to the line. And then that that's want. a cool little tip. It's and a little like yeah yeah. It, it should be but a cool little saw piece that. of content. No, they were all so butthurt <laughs> that I didn't have it on a track saw and that you know like that's not how you use it and. Yeah, I, I I do get that uh, stuff, but but internet. I usually leave it alone, and people will come to my defense, and then I'm it like, handles eh. itself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've had a few guys that'll challenge like me as far as like my festival knowledge, um, and th- like, but that's to me is like really it's stupid. <laughs> I had just somebody once, tiny PP energy. Yeah, type at the stuff. festival event, like I was using, I posted a video. I was using my right hand, but I was cutting on the right so so it was kind of cross like it was a weird it was was weird holding it that way and they were like oh that's why festival sucks because you could only use it with your right hand 
And I was like, here, the next reel that I posted was me using it with my left hand and like how easy it was. Like I did it both ways. And, <laughs> and I like, you know, I think I shared it to those guys. Or I love like, the festival hate. Like it's the it's best. So like it, all funny. it comes down to is they can't afford it. Right. <laughs> like, and they're just yeah, like, they're it. just like black. They're like, they're ah, angry. They're yeah, angry that it. they can't afford it. And it's I like, could do that too if I had a thousand dollars worth of tools. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's so funny every time. I had some long tic diatribe. Some guy was like, they're garbage. And he's like talking. To, it's like the, he was in a completely different world, like trade. He does, he's like a drywaller. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they have drywall tools for sure, but it's like, yeah, you don't need that to be a drywaller. There's tools, those tools get beat up. When yeah. you're a, a custom woodworker or furniture maker or whatever, you treat your tools a lot differently and you want things. It's a different marketplace. It's just like, it's just such a hilarious thing to how, how mad people get about their tools. And it's like, they're, it's not even their tools. It's your tool. Yeah. What does it matter? Like, it doesn't even right. affect them. It's hilarious. Like, it's just hilarious. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's got to feel good, though. Like, having a hater, like, bash you about Festool or make a comment about Festool and you're like, if you only know, baby. Like if if you only knew like where I'm at with festival, <laughs> just like I, you, I you don't have to say anything. Just like, knowing it, like. I commented out to one of them and said something to that effect. Like because he just kept going. I, I should go back and find it. it. Just kept going, and I was like, you know what? I actually like I'm sponsored by them. Like I they gave me that tour. So, like it was something. You know, like, <laughs> I was trained by them twice. Like yeah. Like, oh, honey. Shut up. Yeah, just stop. Like <laughs> you don't need to use the stupid track if you don't want to. Like I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to steal that idea and I'm doing it tomorrow. I love it. <laughs> For no I have no reason to do it, but I'm going to do you it. You can't use Festool, you don't have cherries. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's just angry mansplainers on there. Yep. That, what? <laughs> Thanks for the silence. Uh, I made it great. No, I wanted to wait to see how you'd play it out and close out with a song. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, all right. That's all for the questions. That's Is that it? it? That's it. We've been doing this for an hour and a hour, half. Hour and a half already. 29 <laughs> minutes. Hour and 29 minutes. Alma, I'm sorry. You were so intriguing. We went Got 10 long. seconds to wrap it. Yeah, yeah. That's well, fine. if anyone can wrap it, it's me. I don't know what that means. Uh, big thanks to our patrons. Big thank you to Alma. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're really glad to have yes. you on the show. Uh, Alma's great. Go check her out on all the platforms that she's on. I would just that'd be what Instagram for the most part, right? Pretty much. Are you yeah, on TikTok? Instagram. I am, but I don't. But post a lot of but them. like yeah, like you don't like but against your own will kind of a thing. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, TikTok yeah. sucks. Um, <laughs> so go check out Alma Coach. on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, yeah, check out check her out. She's kind of great. We really like Alma around Aww, here. She's uh, she's she's really yeah. wonderful to talk to. Get to know her. Check out her stuff. She makes cool stuff, and she's an important member of this community. So go give her some love. Uh, we will not be doing a show next week. In fact, or we will not be after. doing a show the week after that. So this is going to be one of our longest breaks. Actually, no, this is our longest break that we've ever taken on the show. Um, yep. I am tired, and I'm <laughs> Pete's going to be gone, and then I'm going to be gone. I'm so getting I, a vasectomy. Dan, oh. Wow. That was interesting. <laughs> Strong. One hour and thirty man. in, huh? I would have brought that in a lot earlier, but okay, whatever. Everyone podcast is different. Should have brought that up on what's on my bench, eh? <laughs> yeah. Wow, Dan. Way what's to cut not that on short. my bench? <laughs> <laughs> Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, all right. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks or three weeks, I guess. So, uh, big thanks to all my Pete. Who's on the show in three weeks? Who do we got here? Do you got it in front of you? Oh, I I will be very happy to tell it's you. It's Joni uh, Sprague. As it is. 
So, thank you. <laughs> I got it. Up. I was not ready. <laughs> I knew good. It's I Joni. Was stalling so Joni's hard. gonna bring up be on the show in about three yes. weeks, so we're really excited to have Joni on the show. Uh, and She's we'll talk funny. to you guys then. She is really great. Uh, we will talk to you guys then. Have a great weekend. Take it easy. Bye hey. now. Bye bye bye. Love you all. Long bye. time. Bye 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 <laughs> bye. bye.